Hello and welcome to the Adventure Mechanics. This is another side quest. I'm Chandler. Today I wanted to talk about doing market research for your game. I know it's not the sexiest thing, but it'll mean the difference between your game being moderately successful and an utter failure. After all, there are thousands of games being made right now and I'm willing to bet that you do not know about the vast majority of them. Let's talk about doing your research before diving into that next game design so you don't end up disappointed when it comes to release. So. How do you do market research? It starts with knowing what your game is. Are you making a puzzle-based Metroidvania? Then you should look at both puzzle games and Metroidvanias. Is your game harder to define the genre for? Then you'll want to spend time nailing down what exactly genre your game falls under. You want to make sure that you're casting your net to be as broad as possible at this point to cover the most potential audience that you can. Why is it this way? because it gives you the most optimistic picture as you go about defining that audience. And that's important because if your game is requiring a certain number of people and your market research says that your audience is smaller than that, it's a pretty good indicator you shouldn't be building your game, at least not in the way you have it currently. If, however, you're building the game for reasons other than having money at the end of the release cycle, then maybe this episode won't be as useful to you. That's not to say you should define your game so broadly that you're not going to get useful information out of research for it. If your game falls into the genre of survival crafting, for instance, try to narrow it down a little bit further. Yeah, there's a lot of games that fit that genre, but you're not going to get a whole lot of useful information out of your research if your delta is so big it can be anywhere from zero to infinite in terms of audience. In the instance of survival crafting specifically, Think about what theme you have for it. Is it an environmentalist survival crafting game? Then include the environmentalist tag in your search. Is it zombie themed? Put that tag right in your search as well. The idea is to get as many tags that can apply to your game as possible and still properly define it. Once you have that, we can move on to the next step. The next step being looking at other games with the same tags and seeing how they're performing. You can use resources like Steam Spy or Steam Charts if you're planning on making a PC game and releasing it to that platform. Note the top selling games from your search results and their sales numbers. This is going to be your market ceiling. Also, if you can, take a look at the average price of the game and use that to estimate about how much that game is made. This isn't going to be a perfect number, obviously, but it'll at least give you a general idea of what a breakout game can make when it's similarly tagged. This is how much you would potentially and I stress potentially make if your game happens to repeat that same lightning in a bottle. Don't just look at the top performing games, however. Likely your game is not going to be that breakout hit you're hoping it will be. It would be nice if it was, but statistically speaking, it's not going to live up to your expectations. Look down at the mid and a few of the bottom tier games that match all of your tags, or at least most of your tags. Do some calculations with these games, too. This will give you the medium and low range for what a game in your genre could potentially make. Obviously, the floor for any game sales could potentially be zero, but hopefully you're putting in enough effort into your game that at least you'll make a few sales. These games are also useful for looking at for other reasons. They'll be more informative for your likely audience. People who buy these games are looking for your game specifically. This is where you'll find feedback on what your audience will enjoy about your genre or similarly tagged games and what they don't like about them. You can use these pieces of information to inform your game design. 
did you plan on copying something that one of these games had already implemented? If yes, what did the audience say about it? Was it positive, negative, or maybe it was just a neutral comment? Use all of this information to guide your decision making. Remember, all of this is to reach your goal of making a successful game, however you're defining successful. Let's use Cartago Tour as an example here. The most successful game as a reference point that I would probably be able to use is something like Stardew Valley. That game has a huge audience and an innumerable amount of fans. It's also a farming simulator, not necessarily a cartography game. That means it's not going to be the best reference point for what I'm making. So, what other games come to mind? Taking a look at the Steam charts for casual sim games isn't really going to help me. I could put pixel art and maybe map in as potential tags, and that might actually help narrow down other games that match it. I kind of already know a moderately successful game that matches Cartographer a little bit better, though. It's a game called Cardo. Cardo is a much better reference, since it also focuses on cartography as one of the main mechanics, and will likely have more audience in common with mine. So, what do the Steam Spy estimates for Cardo look like? The list price for it is $20. The range of people who are estimated to own it on Steam is between 200,000 and 500,000 people. That's a lot. And a huge range as well. This is probably going to be my top performing reference point. To get a rough estimate of how much they made from selling this game on Steam, keep in mind that Cardo is actually sold on Switch and a few other places as well, so I don't have that information in this specific example, we're going to half the list price. Because I don't know of anybody that buys a game at full price. And then multiply that by the lowest and highest bound that they gave for number of estimated owners. This gets us between 2 and $5 million in sales. That seems like a pretty high upper bound, honestly. Far more than I would expect or even dream of Cartographer ever making. Keep in mind, this is not the end profit they made off of the game on Steam, but rather the raw funds they're getting from it. Steam has a 30% fee for any average game, which means that 2 to 5 million figure is cut down to 1.4 to 3.5 million. To say nothing of game returns and other issues of that type. It's not strictly relevant, but I wanted to mention it here nonetheless. Now that we have the upper bound of our research, let's narrow down those tags that we can use to find other game options that would match Cartographer. I'm going to choose five that I think will attract the most audience to my game. Exploration, Casual, Indie, Relaxing, and Adventure. This covers the vast majority of the features that I would use to describe my game and the pillars that I have for it. When I search Steam in preparation for this talk, these tags narrow the results from the, the absolute firehose on Steam down to about 47 games. That's a lot more manageable. There's a number of irrelevant games in these results. Still, I'm looking at you, Euro Truck Simulator. I don't know how you're in every search result, but there you are. So I can't really use those. To narrow it down further, I'm going to eliminate games released in the last month, since there's not enough information on them, along with games that have over a thousand reviews and less than a hundred. When I did this, the results matched better the games that I see Cartographer competing with. I ended up with the following three games that I wanted to use, at least for this market research. Teacup by Smarto Club, released in 2021. Miner, Dig Deep, by Substance Games, released in 2020, 
and Time on Frog Island by Half Past Yellow, released in 2022. When I do the same analysis on these games, I get the following results. Teacup has a somewhere between zero and $100,000 in terms of sales. Miner, Dig Deep, between zero and 90,000, and Time on Frog Island between zero and $200,000. All of these titles have anywhere between zero and 20,000 owners for the game estimated on Steam. I took a quick look at the titles on the Steam charts, and this seems to match what I expect, between like zero and 10 players at any given point for these single player games. If I released Cartographer on Steam, I now at least have a rough idea of what I could potentially expect in terms of income, at least of my game. So what does this mean for Cartographer? If I wanted to release it on Steam, I could only reasonably expect between sixty dollars and $140,000 over the next two years. That may sound like a lot, and to some it is. But if I have to solely rely on that to fund my next game and exist in life, that would only give me a short runway. I need to be able to keep my next game to less than a year of development just to make it. That's not a rosy picture, but that's game development, I suppose. This is what you want to look at when looking at existing games, both the blockbusters like Cardo and the less successful ones like the ones I just mentioned, to see what you can expect. Sometimes your game just won't have the audience needed to keep you in business. It's that information you need if you plan on having game development be your main job, or not. And like all information, it's up to you to decide what to do with it after you get it. For me, knowing this basic market research that I just did, it's not going to stop me developing Cartographer. I'm not necessarily building it to make money. I'm making Cartographer to scratch an itch for game design, and that's enough for me. Phew, that was a lot, wasn't it? And I'm not even really touching the crunchy parts of market research that you may end up doing for your game. I'm not going to go through these three games and their reviews specifically today. I know that I mentioned that it's an important part of market research, and it is, don't get me wrong, but I don't want to overload this particular side quest just to fit it in. I may do a second side quest on breaking down reviews specifically in the future. If that sounds interesting to you, let me know. I want to make these side quests that are useful for others as well as myself. Needless to say, I'm not an expert in the field. I'm only a solo developer, a hobbyist developer at that, looking at potential market for my games. Take anything I'm saying here with a grain of salt. As always, if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, reach out to me either on Twitter as at JC Siron, S-I-R-R-O-N, or in the comment sections of this episode. This has been another side quest for the Adventure Mechanics, and I'm Chandler. I'll talk to you next time.